kim.com. Hello. Hello, hello. Today we have an exciting topic and a possible personal connection with kim.com. Ever heard of him? Well, kim.com is a guy who was born in Germany and his real name was Kim Schmitz. Currently he's aged 49 and he is quite a controversial personality and has been for the past two decades. Allegedly he even got a nickname the movie industry killer. Huh? Uh, all until the point we did our research, I was 100% sure he renamed himself from Kim Schmitz to Kim.com during the dot-com uh, rising, um, the bubble in late 90s and 2000. But no, it was actually four or five years later after the dot-com bubble crashed. Mm -hmm. But he was famous prior to that. Um, yeah. He rose to fame in Germany in like 90s as a hacker and an internet entrepreneur who took the advantage of reporters' lack of technical credibility, and his first arrest was in 1994 for trafficking stolen phone calling card numbers. Anybody remember that? If you don't, <laughs> Good times. Google. Google it. Yeah, Yeah, just Google it. <laughs> so uh, he was convinced on 11 charges of computer fraud, uh, 10 charges of data espionage, and various, various other charges in 1998. He got a two-year suspended sentence, so by my understanding, he didn't do any time in jail, but he was just on parole. And that was okay. it for the first part. It was obvious he was involved in tech quite early, and he was also tech-savvy. Mm -hmm. um, where he also made a fortune was one of the companies called Let'sBuyIt.com, which was like a failing internet retail site. In January 2001, as the dot-com crash was starting to gain momentum, Let's Buy It was like really close to bankruptcy. And then still named, Schmitz bought 375 US dollars in the company's share and then announced he was preparing to invest an additional 50 million. And he said, I'm completely convinced Let's Buy It can reach profitability despite its current problems. The news of him wanting to invest an additional 50 million hit the market, the stock price of Let's Buy It surged to the upside and Schmitz cashed out, <laughs> making a profit of <laughs> one and a half million. Maybe he was kind of ignorant of the legal, legal ramifications of what he'd done. Um, but to his defense, insider trading wasn't even a crime in Ger Germany until 1995. Damn, can you imagine that insider trading not being a crime? Dude. Boy, if I was 25 back then. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's a villain on the inside. <laughs> yeah. But let's close this chapter and go forward. Dotcom is the founder and former CEO of the file hosting service Mega Upload. Uh, it started in 2005 and included a bunch of sites such as MegaUpload.com, which was a hosting service, Megapix, which was an image hosting service, MegaVideo and MegaLive, which both were dedicated to video. We also had Megabox for music and a couple of other services more, um, more skewed towards advertisement and financial services. Uh, there was MegaClick, there was MegaFund, there was MegaKey, there was MegaPay. I think everybody can see the trend here, right? Everything was mega. <laughs> but not everything was smooth. 
In 2010, the site megaupload.com was blocked by Saudi Arabia due to some porn being accessible through the service. And then in 2011, uh, they got uh, banned in India due to an illegal copy of some movie. But that just started uh, moving the ball. And as the ball started rolling, Mega Upload and Mega Video were classified as digital piracy sites with more than 21 billion visits per year. That was in 2011. A fun fact here that they were averaging, or at, at, at the peak, they were having over 50 million unique user visits to their website, which was mind-boggling. And that accounted for around 4% of all internet um, active users around that time. Mm -hmm. That didn't stop them, though. They had an amazing marketing team, and they came up with this. Anybody remember the tune? I love this song. Mega upload. Mega upload. M-E-G-A. Upload to me today. Send me a file. Mega upload. This is the Mega song. Mega upload. Super catchy. It showcased a couple of artists. Uh, when I got across the globe. This was Mega upload. Mega, mega upload. When I got a across the globe. I use Mega upload. Mega, mega upload. I use Mega uploads, man. And I like to use Mega upload. Yeah, I like Mega upload. I like Mega Upload. I love Mega Upload. <laughs> I love Mega Upload. I love Mega Upload because it moves fast just like I like it. If you weren't watching the video, we were able to see a bunch of famous people. Um, we saw, who did we saw? We saw Chris Brown, P. Daddy, Kanye West, Alicia Keys, Kim Kardashian, Floyd Mayweather, a bunch of people <laughs> endorsing the mega upload service and this it, i think is what also propelled the service to be as popular as as it was another fun fact here is this song was taken down a couple of times per the request of the universal music group so mega upload sued back and forth and the video is now on youtube and we'll link it in the description below just in case you want to add it to a playlist we really think it's a, it's a catchy yeah, we showcase just like a minute or so. I think the song is four minutes long and definitely worth your time. Absolutely. Later, something terrible happened. On, I think it was January 19, 2012, the United States Department of Justice seized and shut down megaupload.com and commenced criminal cases against its owners and others. That prompted Hong Kong Customs to freeze more than $30 million in assets belonging to the company. And something terrible happened. The raid. Boy, they have the raid. That was, that's, that's, it's a terrible thing to watch. Maybe fun for us. Yeah, but in real life, it must have been terrifying. For everybody just listening to the episode, uh, we are playing a video of the raid itself. Uh, there's a bit longer version available on YouTube. We are linking the original video there. But acting upon a US federal prosecutor's request, the New Zealand Police Department arrested.com and three other mega upload executives in a leased mansion. It was worth, I think, $30 million or so. Uh, they were near Auckland, and this was a day 
after the mega upload was shut down. And what's shocking about this video is the amount of manpower, firepower, machine power that was involved. <laughs> and when you say machine power, I think that's the biggest understatement of this whole video we're doing because they sent like three choppers, over 70 armed police officers, anti-terrorist uh, squad group. It was really, really like watching a film action and all of this happened due just for a guy having uh, online service, which also happened to be uh, having piracy related videos and songs. For our American listeners, um, this is not normal in Europe and New Zealand. <laughs> My understanding is that uh, New Zealand police officers usually don't even carry any weapons, uh, at least not guns. And here they pulled all stops. That was for a CEO of a file sharing service. So come on. <laughs> And it's, it's, it seemed like at the same time, .com also was celebrating his birthday. And as you'll be able to also see in this video, they're pulling in a, a lot of tow trucks and they're taking away all of his prized possessions, uh, luxury cars, everything um, that amounted to over $17 million worth of assets and also included, included uh, artworks. That's just bananas that's crazy uh, for everybody for every, anybody who wants to see the entire raid uh, the link is again in the video description and that yeah. didn't stop the mega upload did it no absolutely not it's uh, just in time for the anniversary of the shutdown mega upload relaunched on january 19th which was just like one day difference when when the raid happened in terms of the date uh, it was relaunched as mega under the domain mega.co.nz, later moved to mega nz, which is the top domain level for top level domain for New Zealand, and then to mega io. And the relaunch date was chosen to coincide with the first anniversary, as mentioned. Um, that was a, a good anniversary for the Federal Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> had had a, had a eye on Kim.com for a while now, and during the summer of 2013, .com declared he was done with mega and was no longer a shareholder. So in early 2013 relaunch and in summer of 2013, he basically sold off everything to another Chinese companies. Well, .com had to focus his efforts elsewhere. Uh, I know that he's currently fighting, still fighting the judiciary system uh, to prevent extradition from uh, New Zealand to US, where he, if convicted, could spend well, decades, decades in jail. So that yeah I guess was this his, is justified i mean the, long, his focus long, is justified long 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 battle fight for him i can't imagine the costs of um the the lawyers that he's <laughs> working with okay now, let's close it off here uh, as promised we have a fun story where robert has a possible connection with kim.com uh, robert just take us through this Okay, so yeah, I promised to, to tell this story when I was younger. Just a short recap before we get to the point. Late 90s, I was 9, 10 years old. I, I spent around 5 hours a day uh, on the now dead Yahoo Games. I had a pool gaming league, which for those lis um, just listening, there's a pool table in which you can play with other players online, chat with them, kick them, promote them. Um, and so I'm, I had online. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm online. Yes. And on Yahoo, you, there was a section where you could play a, pay $60 per year to Yahoo to be able to join such premium leagues. 
and it was a pretty good achievement in life since I managed to create the largest gaming uh, uh, league on Yahoo with over 10,000 members. Yahoo never did officially thank me for the half of a million dollars of profit I brought into their company. However, they invited me to an interview, which I had to kindly reject due to not being legal of age 18. Uh, just and a quick that... question, because you were not 18, uh, you weren't able to get those funds either, is that correct? <laughs> yes, that's completely correct. I could, But you, you, you could not get those funds either way unless I was uh, taking their paycheck. So Damn. in this time that I had the league, I communicated with a lot of people downloading different random programs. This is like the internet booming. You download it, installed everything. It was fun. It was fun. And this lasted all the way from 99 to 2005 and to 7 until the league like officially died off due to Yahoo changes. And a year later after that, I decided to Google my old username, which was pretty unique and easy to find and came to some interesting stuff on Google. The first couple of hits were directly from Mega Upload serv Service and were kind of shocking. The One of the archives revealed my username, all my personal chat history with different people, private conversations, and it was really, really jaw-dropping. All the passwords I was entering on various websites, but most concerningly for me was then Yahoo and my emails. I had no idea what to do with it. Uh, it was gut-wrenching. I wasn't concerned anymore, though, at that point. I switched computers, changed my passwords. It led me to think, like, what the heck happened? How did this happen? How did I get compromised? And in retrospect, uh, based on King.com's history and how everything turned out to be on their service, I probably got keylogged. Um, and just for anyone that doesn't know, keylogging occurs when you download phishing programs or visit vulnerable websites. It installs a program on your website and sells everything you type on your keyboard, sends everything you type to the attacker giving them all your inputs um, and outputs of, of your keyboard. It was scary. And that's my fun story. Can I officially say Kim.com hacked me to avoid a lawsuit? I'm going to say no, but it's completely possible. Let's just say nothing is 100%. And for the sake of telling my future kids this awesome story, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say, yes, he did. <laughs> Amazing story. Okay. Did he hack you? But yeah, nah. it's a story for the kids. <laughs> yes, it is. Awesome story, nevertheless. Thank you. Let's close it off. Uh, so Kim.com is still roaming the world and the World Wide Web. Uh, mm. Now, as a political activist, he's regularly tweeting. His last tweet was two hours ago, so we assume that he's uh, well and tweeting about. But his influence seems to have fallen off a bit. Yeah, and I guess we can thank him to some degree because he did uh, innovate a lot of stuff. He's done a lot of progress in regards to how we see uh, piracy, how we send share files. Um, he, I think he kind of helped also probably bump up YouTube's popularity due to the nature of the trend of sharing files. So do we end it on uh, thankyoukim.com? Why not? Thankyoukim.com. <laughs> and you... You who are listening to this, you know what to do. Subscribe. Bye. Ciao.